0: Welcome to the Living in Destin, Fort Walton Beach, Florida podcast with your host, Tim Whittemore and Stephanie Durham with the Whittemore Group. From your morning coffee to those nighttime brewskis, they are here to tell you what it's like to eat, sleep, drink, play, work, and live on the beautiful Emerald Coast.
1: Okay, let's keep going here, all right? So we're talking about Miramar Beach location. It is just east of the Destin area. So if you're looking at Destin, boom, right there to the right, right? Uh, Population of this area is around 9,000-ish. I think the last census said 9,059. I wasn't counting heads, so who knows. What is it known for? Some of the most beautiful views, even from scenic 98 when you're driving down the road, uh, just absolutely gorgeous. <laughs> Even to this day, a decade later, over a decade later since I've been here, I still drive down there and just peek off to the side as I'm going, and I'm like, I can't believe I live here. Is these beautiful white sand beaches and this gorgeous emerald-colored water with it with crashing waves. Like, uh, it's beautiful. I just think about it right now. <laughs> uh, some of this other areas it's known for some of the really nice gated communities. So if you don't want to be part of the tourist, tourism in this area. Of course, you can you can hide out there and be good to go. Of course, Sandestin. Sandestin is kind of lumped together in the um, Miramar Beach area. Why isn't it part of it? Sandestin is actually a resort, <laughs> resort area, okay? And it does have a, a beachside community. It has a bayside community. It's got a really nice place called Baytown Wharf, where they do different events and shows and restaurants. And there's all these communities, pretty awesome golf, co- golf course, which I'm never in the fairway for, uh, really good food and shops uh, in this area. And you know that you're here because the architecture changes in this area. And I think that's why a lot of people think that Miramar Beach is part of the 30A area because it has that similar look. But if you ask me, I don't think it is because it's not on Route 38. Sorry, it's just not. So it's a little bit cheaper <laughs> to live in Miramar. So I have that same feel and still get a lot of that stuff done. Okay, so let's talk about the pros. Let's talk about the cons. I know I gave you a sneak peek of those. Nah, I know I gave you a sneak peek of those. But let's go ahead and get rid of the cons out of the way. You know, let's let's get those out first and then we can concentrate on the pros. You ready? Let's go. All right, so first things first, it gets hot. Now, if you're going to move down here to the Emerald Coast, it's going to get hot anyway. Uh, I will let you know that it also gets cold. It does get cold here as well. And you're like, yeah, okay, Tim, I lived in Montana. It doesn't get that cold. Okay, well, maybe not to you. But once, once you get that Florida skin and it gets a little bit thinner on here, you might be jumping the bandwagon with me, all right? So... Let's talk about the heat first. It gets hot and it gets humid. I'm, I still like to go out and train for races like marathons and triathlons and things like that because I think I'm crazy. But when I go out in the summer, sometimes I'll try to figure out when the coolest part of the day is to go run, you know, eight, 10 miles. And the coolest part of the day, it's 84 degrees out and it's 92% humidity. It kills you. I'm trying to get into that. It just, it gets really hot. If you're okay with that, then this is perfect. Now, normally we'll go over a stretch usually in July, moving into September or August and September. And we'll have days and days where the coolest part is actually only 80 degrees and it doesn't change for weeks and weeks and weeks. You're like, goodness, right? So how hot does it get? It gets, it can get up to like in the nineties, upper nineties, but with that humidity, it just, it, it it hurts. you <laughs> just sweating. Right. And uh, that happens mostly sometime between May and into uh, September, even into October. Sometimes we'll, we'll see those temperatures. I think it's really nice for a couple of months. And then sometime around December into January, it just drops into the 40s and it stays around 46 for a while. We have seen it get down into the 20s, but 20 degrees or even 46 with that same amount of humidity is still pretty darn cold. So just keep that in the back of your mind uh, that that it does kind of get cold here sometimes, relatively. All right, next on the list, number two, is our flood zones, right? There are flood zones in this area. Some are those uh, are going to be in a non-X zone, and that's just a designation that says that you're not in an actual flood zone or floodplain. We do have these other things called CRBA zones, or COBRA zones, as we commonly call them. They're coastal barrier resource areas, right? And if you have those, the government has put those off and said, hey, don't build in these areas because when a hurricane and a surge comes up here, these have a high probability of flooding. Well, the builders didn't care and they built some places in Destin and here in uh, Miramar Beach. And because of that, you had to get private insurance for certain places or you can't get insurance at all, right? But you may be in a CRBA zone and be in an X zone and say you're a veteran and you want to use va to purchase your home you're not going to be able to do that in a crva zone so make sure that you talk to your real estate professional if you are looking to move and purchase something to make sure that it has that correct zoning so you don't go through all this entire process and be like yeah you can't do that all right so knowing this some insurance can be a little bit higher in this area now uh, number three is housing costs can be a bit expensive it's still cheaper than our 30a areas it is just to the east. But we'll say for a single family home, its median price here at the end of 2023 is 1.175 million, right? That's just the median, right? That's a high all the way up to 7.5, which I can guarantee you was the one sitting right on the Gulf, right? And then a low of 345,000, which of course was probably midland north of 98. Now, if you are looking to get into a condo, condo is going to be a little bit more affordable. It's median price for a condo is 588,250. As a high all the way up to 3.4 million and a low of 155,000. Okay? Next moving on our next con, which I believe is number 4, is going to be there's lots of tourism during the spring through the fall. That's just Big business in the Miramar Beach area is going to be the tourism during that, that time. It drives a lot of different people. It drives a lot of businesses. Um, so if you don't like that amount of people around, this may not necessarily be the place for you. But again, you can mitigate this by going into some of the nice g- gated communities that are throughout this area. <laughs> and last but not least is the traffic and construction, right? You saw me laughing because I just saw my notes in front of me. My goodness, it, it felt like they were doing construction on the on Highway 98 through Miramar for a decade. They finally, finally got most everything to a three-lane on both sides. Finally. But they're still not done. They're also building another condo complex over a golf course that was out by Seaside. Uh, they've got a whole bunch of other things that are still moving. They're still building out there. So traffic gets a bit backed up. Even at three lanes right now, you'll still go to a crawl during peak uh, season. So make sure you get your Waze app out. Make sure that you get your Google Maps and plan for that traffic because it it can get pretty hectic out there. Okay, so let's get into the pros. Woo! All right, let's bring that energy up. We got some pros coming. What do we got? Number one on the list is there's a great job market. There are plenty of jobs thanks to the great amount of tourism. Yeah, we said that it wasn't great for traffic. Man, it's good for business. Why? Because you get all these great amenities and all these great restaurants and shops and everything that are right there. So the job market is phenomenal moving to that area for that specific reason. Next is there's great nightlife. There's an awesome nightlife going out there. I personally enjoy, enjoy that area. Uh, Baytown Wharf in the Sandestin area. You can go out, check that out. There's a bunch of different restaurants. There's a bunch of different bars. They do a uh, actually do festivals and things out there, which is really cool uh, to, to go check out. Uh, you have Pompano Joe's, which is out, down there on the water off of Scenic 98. And that's, if you haven't been there, that's, that's quite the experience. You have the Crab Trap of Destin, which is right down there too. It's actually no, technically Miramar Beach, but it's, but it's right there. It's right there, it's right down the road. And even if you don't get enough of it, you're in good proximity to the places that you wanna go to enjoy that nightlife. Okay, number three is schools. Schools are rated B minus in this area. But what I would say is go to a place like niche.com and look at the reviews that the parents have left for, for that area. And overall, people love this, that school system that's out there. Uh, so I wouldn't necessarily say and take it at face value at B minuses. Go, go take a look and research that if you got kiddos that are going to school. All right, number four, there are, like I mentioned before, there's tons of restaurants. There's stores, you've got the Sandestin Premium Outlets that are out there, so if you like to do a lot of shopping because of the tourism, it's there. Uh, there's um, the Fondue Place, the Melting Pot is right down there. You're not far from the grocery store like Winn-Dixie, Publix, Whole Foods is right there in, in the outskirts of Destin. So you have everything right there if, if you wanna go get it. So, so all the things that you really need on a day-to-day basis or just wanna go out and enjoy yourself, it's right there in this area. Next on the list, number five, I believe we're at, are the beaches and views of the Gulf. I know I started this video talking about that, but it can't be understated. There's just, if, if I lived out there, I'd be walking that beach every day, providing a hurricane wasn't coming. It's, it's just that beautiful and relaxing uh, to be part of that. And just the whole community gets part of that view, which is just phenomenal. And last but not least, uh, there are some great gated communities throughout here. Uh, This is a great big pro if you want to stay away from the tourism, right? So you can go into some of these communities and kind of live that. They have some really nice people in that community. They've got uh, a really nice vibe to it, I guess is the best way to put it, uh, for what you're looking for. I know actually a good amount of people that have had their kids put them in Niceville School, and then when they graduated, they moved down here to these communities um, in the Uh, Miramar Beach area because of all the things I had mentioned and probably more.
0: That's all we got for today. To learn more about Destin Fort Walton Beach, Florida, make sure to hit that subscribe button and please leave us a review. Also, make sure you check them out and subscribe to their YouTube channel, Living in Destin Fort Walton Beach, Florida, and make sure to follow them on Facebook and Instagram. If you are thinking about moving, relocating or investing in Destin Fort Walton Beach or anywhere between Pensacola and Panama City Beach, make sure to give them a call, send them a text or email because they have your back when moving to the Emerald Coast of Florida.